0: Hi everyone, Larry Bailey here again. We're still going through with uh, the desktop version update review for the release notes for version 23.3. It's September 1st and literally between the first recording and this recording, I just pushed out an update Um, and so I was going to go over this fixed issue but we're not doing that. We're gonna go over... close that out. No, we don't want to save changes. Um, and you always want to pay attention. We're on page 86 here. You always want to pay attention to the last revised. So this was last revised September 1st. I'm, I'm not making it up. Like literally, right as I was trying to, going to get written to this one, I got an email from ICE and they said, hey, we've updated the um, the fixed issues. And so that's great. Uh, so again, page 86, I'm not going to read all through of these this list because you can read it on your own and we're going to talk about it. Uh, By the way, this will probably take about uh, 20 minutes, so plan accordingly. And as always, if you want to ever talk about this, get over to Mortgage.Community. It's free for everybody to join, no matter who you work for. We can talk about this. The whole point of the Mortgage.Community is to be together as a community, everybody in the mortgage industry. So we need to to have cohesive conversations um, as a a group because we all need to... uh, Help each other, even if we're competitors. Uh, it's still good. It's still a good idea to help each other. So, um, things that are identified here encompass forms and tools that have been fixed. So, again, these are fixed issues. You may have not even known this was a problem, at, like any of this stuff over the next uh, thirty pages. But um, they were reported issues. I know I've got my fingerprints on at least one or two of these things. Uh, finding things out. So. First is updated total points and fees calculation for lines 819 of the 2015 itemization. And so it goes around uh, talking about non-USDA loans. Um, there, was, there was an update. Uh, so if that affected you, read on. Uh, MI cushion no longer included in Section 32. I actually hit this with some compliance issues. So uh, with 23.3, the MI cushion will no longer be included in Section 32. Um, that's extraordinarily helpful. Thank you. Change of circumstance indicated on closing disclosure now included in pre-closing document package. So again, going back to if you're doing a, if you've got a pre-closing workflow, obviously you've got uh, the new features for the persona, but then also you had an issue with um, things not showing up as expected. So this this uh, on screen page 91 talks about uh, how now you've you if you want to include like the gift letter, the criteria uh, button for the pre-closing. You now have this change of circumstance um, that works properly. So check that out for document inclusion in the pre-closing uh, for change circumstance. Because I wasn't there before. Uh, for if you're doing VA Earls, uh, you now have logic updated for uh, safe harbor eligibility on the ATRQM. Um, so that's something to be called out for. You've also got an ATRQM calculation issue that's resolved for loans with buy downs and origination points. Um, this is a big thing about i don't know this time last year i was really helping some companies figure out their buy down workflows so uh, first it was a maven problem and then we had some atrqm issues so the maven thing got fixed a while ago and now it uh, looks like the buy down um atrqm issue is getting resolved so thank you qm apr is now updating correctly when f- uh, fees or loan amount is changed that's a fix uh, another fix is the updates to the first payment date on the Reg Z CD. So it now passes to the first payment due to borrower field on the Payment History tab um, of the Correspondent Purchase Advice, so a lot of times when you were entering in um, on, a, on a Correspondent Purchase Advice. So if you do TPO stuff, this is important for you. If you're not doing any TPO, you probably didn't have this problem. TPO specifically Correspondent TPO. Um, or if you weren't using the Correspondent Purchase Advice tool and you are doing TPO correspondent stuff. I'm not quite sure what you were doing, but you should definitely leverage the correspondent purchase advice. So there's another fix in here for um, the correspondent purchase advice from the call CPA. All right. So it talks about um, some updates to when the finance charges will actually begin to accrue. Um, hey, I know a lot of folks have hit this. If you've had a VOL um, where the borrower has more than 15 liabilities being paid off, you had an issue. Um, so now the will be paid checkbox check now drops below the 15. So on screen, uh, you'll see that. And if again, if you're listening to this on, a po- on, my, on the podcast, get over to mortgage.community to check out the whole video. Uh, it's in the uh, Mastering Encompass collection of spaces in the Important Updates space. Watch the video, check it out, follow along with the, uh, with the screens. Uh, la, 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 la. So additionally, there's checkboxes on rows 16 through 25 have been added to the table at the bottom of the funding worksheet tool. That's a screenshot that you see at the top of page 96. Hey, if you had some issues with business contacts um, not importing properly uh, on the request for a transcript of tax form, that's been resolved. Um, also, if you noticed that the borrower pair number field was not updating in real time, now that's been resolved. Um, so. Um, traditionally what was happening was people were deleting borrower repairs and then that was still not being updated so it was causing issues like if you wrote business rules. Um, So that's been resolved. Um, You now have an ineligible option has been added to the underwriting decision field Uh, so that's a fixed issue that was missing before that's now not missing. Um, There's an update to the top and the bottom LTV ratio fields so some users apparently were uh, reporting an error, uh, error message on, regarding the top ratio and bottom ratio. Pardon me, that's been resolved. Uh, there's an update to the unacceptable payment record on the previous mortgage checkbox on statement of denial input form. So if you were doing um, statement of denial works, SOD work, uh, and you were using this excessive obligation, um, specifically unacceptable payment record on previous mortgage, Um, the location of that has now been fixed. And you'll see on screenshot on page 98, as compared to page uh, 99, the unacceptable payment was kind of nested under the excessive obligations. That's been fixed to have a straight line in uh, Section A of credit in its own spot. It's no longer nested under excessive obligations. Uh, It's that way on the print form, too. So that's been resolved. There's a, um, the issue with the loan reassignment tool has been resolved. I wasn't even aware of that one. Um, this was something that came out, too. Um, when working with FHA Streamlines, uh, this was called out on the, on the walkthrough for the, um, the web version. But the, the GetMI thing has been fixed, and it, and it, it calls out an issue with the, uh, with the table uh, in, in Compass. So that is an old table referencing to 2009. Somehow that was screwing things up. So uh, at this point now, that um, mortgage insurance scenario, another reason why every month you should download and, and the new uh, FHA um, uh, tables under the MI setting within tables and fees of Encompass. Uh, because things like this happen. You want to make sure it's updated. So here's a couple screenshots on page 101 that explain visually the, the correction. Uh, on page 102, now we're correct. Uh, correct field descriptions are now used for co borrowers' employer street address. So that had some description um, inaccuracies that have been fixed. Um, there's also an update to the North Carolina quarterly report, uh, update to the closing disclosure provided date, if that's important to you. If you're doing construction loans, this is on page 103. There's some updates here. This is this whole category. So the balloon payment indicator on Humda is now updating, uh, now automatically updating correctly. If that was a problem for you, uh, that's been fixed. Also, <clears throat> in post-consummation fees are now included in the finance charge when applied via closing cost template. So if you were doing some, um, the in the in the post-consummation, so if you don't do any post-consummation CDs, this makes no sense to you. But for everybody else who does them, You'll see the screenshot on uh, page 104, where there's a checkbox for fee collected post consummation, so that'll that'll now reflect properly in the uh, total finance costs. Um, so that's that's what's calling out on page 104. Um, again, there's a data migration issue here, so read on page top one on the top of page 105. This is something that you're um, looking for. Obviously, it involves finance charge, so please pay attention to the language on the top of 105 to make sure your compliance and, um, uh, I guess really just your compliance teams, uh, agree with how it's working. Uh, On the EDM side, um, which is electronic document management, um, the e-consent agreement verbiage got updated. Um, That actually was talked about before. And uh, this thing has my fingerprints (laughs) all over it. Uh, ICE fixed this. This is great. Um, I happened to discover this when I was helping uh, clients move over to one-time passcode so what was going on here is um, the uh, number was uh, the lender's and or the assigned loan officer's phone number were appearing in the e-consent. So here on the screenshot on page 106, uh, it was showing up where it shouldn't have been. So that's been corrected. The, um, the opposed evaluation only message uh, no longer added to uploaded TXT files. I have no idea what this is. I didn't hit this at all. So, in any event, if you had this, the issue's been identified and it's been resolved. Boom. <laughs> Encompass E close issue resolved for a mismatch between bar name and bar pair name in the vesting. Oh, yeah, so if you had, I didn't see this, but I can certainly see how it's a problem. Uh, so they use Bill Bailey once you come home. Uh, um, they updated this to be correct. Uh, continue on page 107, there's updates to ensure successful delivery of the E note. Uh, to encompass eVault from other document vaults, that could be a problem. So I'm glad that got resolved. Uh, trade management updates that have been fixed. So you're, if you're uh, if you're getting an error message uh, displaying when the trade report with multiple Excel calculations was generated, hopefully that's been going to be resolved in 23.3 for you. And uh, status of loans assigned uh, now updates to shipped when the actual delivery date is entered for the loan trader or the MBS pool. Encompass now properly records voided correspondent trades. Uh, Yeah, I did hear about this, but not too many clients we work with actually use the correspondent trades tab, um, which is uh, something to look forward to. I'd love to see that grow Um, because truthfully, if you're not using trades tab at all, um, you're probably just doing whole loan flow. But on the retail side, if you're doing any type of correspondent bulk, mini bulk, or obviously mandatory um, trades, you got to use Trades tab, um, and especially if you're doing correspondent stuff, you got to check that out if you're going to be um, getting any, any type of trades with your correspondent um, where you're the investor um, and people are sending you loans for you to buy. Uh, system performance no longer affected. Again, this is all Trades tab stuff, so if you're not using Trades tab, this is probably boring. You're probably fast-forwarding. I don't blame you. Um but it is important stuff to be updated. Um, here's a call out. This is what just changed. So I'm telling you, when you go through this recording, I'm watching out for you too. As, as ICE does any updates, I'll probably do amendments to the recordings um, so that you're up to speed because that's my responsibility. And I take it very seriously to make sure you have all the best information updated. So uh, that's on uh, through page 109. So, hey, listen, uh, top of page 1010, we've got some updated encompass settings that have been fixed. So, if you had any DDM tables that were using the LinkWid condition, or LinkGUid, depending on how you pronounce it, um, it's like GIF or GIF, right? Um, That's been resolved. If if you were using line 803 in any DDM rules, um, that's been resolved for uh, field NewHud2.x7. Um, issue resolved with access to pop-up windows on closing cost template and uh, data templates. Um, so there was an issue with that. I didn't hit it, but if you hit it, it's been resolved with 23.3. The intent to proceed checkbox no longer clears out. Oh, that would suck. So if, you're, if you had some issues with the intent to proceed checkbox clearing out when you applied a data template on a disclosed loan, yeah, that's not going to happen anymore. Uh, we are on page 112, rounding this out. I'm uh, not doing too bad. Minute, four, going to minute 14 here. Outstanding commitments amount on company details commitment tab now calculates correctly. Okay, that's really. I guess that's unlocked uh, this setup. But again, this is all about correspondence stuff. So if you're not doing TPO, that's meaningless too. Um, update to an to address incorrect access status in persona settings reports. So, an issue with the settings reports tool occurred when certain columns in the report contained incorrect access status for information. Oh. So, I guess if you were having issues um, with the uh, settings report tool, if you don't, by the way, I hope you're using the settings report tool. Um, That's under system administration. A settings report I use quite often. So, if you were having issues with that. Um, so it looks like specifically with the persona reports, that's being resolved. I didn't notice that, but um, good to know they're addressing it. So, yeah, the settings report lets you do reports by organization, by persona, and by um, user groups. Phenomenal um, ut- utility. Phenomenal. Use it. Um, there's been a typo fix for lock request penalty. Uh, system performance no longer affected by do not allow changes. Enable bid tape management um, and enable bid tape registration options available again. um, That was, again, more stuff added. So there must have been a lot of trade stuff that got fixed. Uh, We're on page 114. We've got business rule issues that have been fixed. So a field trigger business rule can no longer update the loan creation date. Yeah, that would suck. Uh, So if you had issues where your file date, loan creation date, field 2025, were being updated from a field trigger rule, that's been addressed with 23.3. Page uh, 114. Field trigger business rules correctly display the value, uh, the prior to value fields with lock icons. So that issue has been resolved. If that's important to you, persona access to fields business rule now work correctly when using advanced code to control access to a field on the CD page three. Persona action fields now correctly disable the lock icon um, for closing costs for from other loans. Oh, if you're using like the piggyback loan sync. Oh, okay. So previously, when a user did not have permission to access the field, oh, so it. I guess if you're using piggybacks and you had some issues with your persona access to fields rules, um, that's been resolved. That's bottom of page 114. Um, going into the unknown page 115, an issue resolved with persona access to fields rules and bar information vesting. Okay. Uh, another one, page 116, persona access to fields rule applied. So it must have been a lot of persona access to fields rules issues that, that I hadn't even heard. Um, so uh, that, that issue has been resolved. That's page 116. Uh, input form list generated from business rules no longer removed after running DU. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. So if you're using an input form list, Business rule, which I've actually never used in real life, Um, that issue has been resolved after running DU or LPI. That would suck. You're like, why isn't my list looking right? You're like, oh, because you ran DU. Um, And uh, last thing on here is Encompass Homepage, the homepage modules. Uh, If you had links on there um, and you had issues with people accessing that, that's been resolved. Hey, who hasn't had problems with Input Form Builder? Um, so, if you had issues with sporadic freezes when using Input Form Builder, pay attention. Um, so, there's an issue resolved when it sporadically froze, or when a uh, when the user with a super administrative persona created a new custom input form, added a text box control, and then tried to configure a field. I, I mean, typically, that's only everybody. Um, so. This is the error. if you got this error message that is on screen on page 118, um, hopefully this issue has been resolved with the field selector window. Um, I can tell you everybody's had this problem forever, and so if you're creating a new input form, you would throw like a, a text box on there that's empty, and then use a field selector to populate it, and then delete the. F- so hopefully this has fixed that problem. Thank you, Ice. And then page 119 now is the new release change so. Listen, it's September 1st. If you're listening to this and it's not September 1st and you're looking at release notes, click the link, go to the bottom, go to the very, very end. If you've got more than 119 pages, that's a telltale sign. There's some updates. Um, but at the very least, you can see new entries added because sometimes ICE will pull entries off too. So check the uh, release notes change log. This is the first entry, September 1st. It goes over the stuff that we had on there my name is Larry Bailey I cannot thank you enough for uh, wanting to listen to me go on for a total of about an hour um, between the first recording and which was the feature enhancements and then um, this one which is the uh, the fixed issues so uh, we're gonna go up page 86 I think it was if I'm not mistaken yep so uh, there it is uh, anytime we can help you please give us a call 888 522-7181 or email me directly Larry at workflowpartners.org. You want to see this video? Get over to workflow. Get over to workflow. Get over to mortgage community. It's late, sorry. Get over to mortgage.community. community. Um, get logged in. If you don't have an account, sign up. It's free. Check, uh, click, choose plan. Click the free plan. It's all good. Um, we have to make it um, paid uh, so that it's private and it's not just being Googled out there. Um, we want to make sure it's a great community and it's a safe place for all. So. Uh, Thanks very much, and I look forward to uh, seeing you guys later. Take care. Bye-bye.